Yvonne gets really mad at me because when this theme song comes on, I sing Star Wars. This is a Star War. We're fighting Star Wars. We're fighting in space. And he's like, <laughs> no, mom. No, that's not anything. Um, should we start? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You have to get on an airplane. Okay. Soon, so let's do it. Welcome to None of This is Real. It's a podcast about all things mysterious and weird. And I'm Doomsday Demini. And I'm Sarah Sinkle. Just sinking in that hole, y'all. Yep. All day, every day. A hole full of the human condition. Yep. I'm not ready for Doomsday yet. I've been procrastinating. Girl, get ready. Don't you remember? <laughs> we saved the date. We did save the date for... I don't know what the date is. When's the doomsday coming? Whenever it comes. We don't know. We don't claim to know. We just know it's going to happen. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get ready. Okay. One day. (laughs) Hey. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Hey, hey. What's up? Did anything weird happen to you lately? Hmm. Did anything weird happen to me? I have a song stuck in my head that I was singing at full volume, really into it. In the bathroom by myself this morning while I was waiting to do this. And I, I had one of those moments where you're like, man, this is who I truly am. This person, the person on the toilet singing the same two lines of a song from the Internet over and over again. Like, like I was in a church choir, like I was into it. <laughs> I love it. I wish I could have heard that. Jennifer Lewis posted a video where she sings that climate change is real. Uh-huh. And it's just stuck in my head. There's like two lines, maybe four, and I can't. It's been on a loop. Is that the song you were singing on the toilet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Would you like to sing it for us now? Or is it just a <laughs> private thing for when you're in the bathroom? It's only for me on the toilet. Oh, okay. No. Dang it. No. She just sings... Um, because she's, hit, she's hitting the p- keys on the piano really dramatically. And she's like, climate change is real. And so I'm just like in the bathroom. Like I'm, like I'm praising <laughs> Jesus. Like singing a, that. a gospel church. Yep. That's Great. what I did this morning. So, okay. yeah. Good, good. Let it out. Let it all out. From your vocal cords to your bowels. Let it all out on the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a start we've, what a start we're having. I can't What a talk. start we've started. That's what I almost said. What a start we've started. Can we start sure. over? Because I am sure. not. Welcome. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. What weird thing are you going to tell me about? Uh, so our friends came over the other night. Aaron and his partner Doug came over and I was, we were sitting around the fire and like, just talking and we're drinking tea. They made tea. They made this really delicious chai tea. Aaron's like a secret um, tea brewmaster. Um, a tea like, brewmaster. He'll like forage things or he'll collect herbs and he'll make like these really cool teas. So this is like a chai, whatever. We're oh, having a nice, nice night. And I went inside to go to the bathroom. And when I left, everyone was sitting around the fire and so when I came back and it was really dark outside and my eyes are still adjusting to the firelight, uh-huh. um, I, I could have sworn everyone was still in their seat and that there was a deer charging toward me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my heart rate went up so fast oh in, my in like a split second. And I was just like, <gasps> and I gasped. It was just Doug walking back from his car he had just gone to the car for i don't know what and i i was like wow well doug i thought you were a deer doug i was just like for one second i was like it's a deer and then the next second i was like why is it coming towards me so fast oh my god because it's a person that you're hanging out with and they're going back to the chair that they were sitting in will you calm down woman always ready for something to just come out of the woods you sure are you're you're ready for something to attack you or chase you at all times <laughs> I'm ready. real real or on. imagined 
Oh, oh my god. Wow. I thought I saw a deer. It was coming right at me. Well, I was gonna segue right out of that little story about something coming out of the woods. Oh, here you go. Me, get on your segue again. Let me get on my segue. Wow, look at her go. She's so fast. I'm on a segue in the woods. <laughs> Is that your segue voice? That's a terrible place for a segue in the woods. And why are you? <laughs> this is me holding the little handles. I see you. You look like a chipmunk. An angry chipmunk. <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh, my God. Back on the rails. I'm segueing because we're talking about things in the woods. Creepy things that happen in forests, national forests out there in the woods where it's dark and there's a lot of trees. Ooh, it's so spooky. Not really. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you're going to tell us about something real creepy. Yes, I'm going to talk about people who have gone missing in our nation's national parks of the nation. <laughs> I'm going to smoke a national CBD pre-roll while you uh, talk about okay. our national national, national forests of the nation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to cite my sources real quick. Well, please do. Um, let me find them. Okay. Strange Unexplained Disappearances in National Parks by George Knapp. Here's Why People Are Creeped Out by the Growing Number of Missing Persons in Our National Parks by Emily Madriga. The Missing 411 subreddit. Thousands regularly vanish inside U.S. National Parks and there may be a paranormal explanation by Jake Black. An invest. An Investigation of the Missing 411 Conspiracy by Kyle Pollich. And, of course, Wikipedia. I am so scared right now. <laughs> Both Good. by the voice and your face. <laughs> I'm glad my face scares you so. All right, before I start, I'm just going to say how long were all those article titles did you notice that yeah i feel like i bored myself in the middle of it if you heard me lose all momentum it was because i was like how many words am i saying i don't even know what i'm saying say any more words there are okay people are that's like a trend nowadays it seems like long article titles are the the thing <sighs> millennials am i right mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i am going to set the mood the spooky spooky mood with a story from Reddit, as you do. Okay. So this was posted by a user, Justa33556, two years ago on Reddit. It's called, I Believe I Was Almost Snatched. Here's what happened. Mm. So this, this takes place 12 years ago in Starved Rock State Park in Illinois, which Starved Rock is a creepy name. It's a creepy name already, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was visiting my girlfriend in Chicago. On a sunny and calm winter day, we decided to go for a hike at Starved Rock State Park, Illinois. We hiked the park for several hours. In late afternoon, we started heading back to the car. About half a mile away from the parking lot, we came into an area where tree branches were broken and pulled over the trail. Most of the branches were broken up high. I'd say eight feet or more off the ground. I lived in Washington before going to Iraq and knew something of Sasquatch areas. So I told the girlfriend it looked like a squatch area. <laughs> <laughs> After the cryptid erotica, this very creepy. I'm so, so, I hope so. I hope I'm creepy, creepily giggling. But after the cryptid erotica episode, Squatch area just sounds super dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Touch me, my Squatch area. Mm, my Squatch mm. area. Now you're creeped out on a, in a different way, aren't you? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I told the girlfriend it looked like a Squatch area due to the branches broken off up high and pulled over the trail that's about the time things started to get strange soon after mentioning this i felt like someone was staring at me it's like if you go in a room with a lot of people and someone is focused on you and you get an uneasy feeling and can't tell you're being watched it was like this but stronger i started to look around to see who was watching me it was winter and the forest was visible hundreds of feet in all directions there was a group of walkers several hundred feet behind us walkers damn this is getting very creepy isn't that what they call the zombies on the walking dead yes well i hope he's not talking about those kind of walkers 
There was a group of walkers several hundred feet behind us and no one in front of us, but I saw no one staring at me. As we passed through the Squatch area, (laughs) I began to have the feeling someone was behind me, following us. Oh no, now this is turning into cryptid erotica in my mind. (laughs) It always feels like somebody's squatching me. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, thank you so much for that. All right, so I'm going to try not to get sexy with this. Okay. Please try. I began to have the feeling someone was behind me, following us. <laughs> I looked around and listened, but saw and heard nothing. There was there was just the four... Blah, blah, there was just the people, 400 or so feet back on the trail, and they were talking amongst themselves. They weren't looking our way. The sense of something, someone being behind me was persistent, so I kept looking behind me, I'd say at least twice a minute. But there was just the group way back. The feeling of being watched is one thing, but feeling like someone is close behind you is something else. Mm. I just got a weak, like an icky feeling right between my shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. It's more disturbing. I told the girlfriend to go farther in front of me and let her go about 20 feet in front because I had a strong sensation of a nearby presence just behind us. So I turn around not more than 30 seconds since the last time I looked back and there is this woman there. I'm getting creeped out already. Oh my she was God. walking. She was walking, but coming up fast on me. Coming up on me fast. Whatever. She's moving fast. There was something way off about her speed. She was walking, but when I spotted her, but her speed was much faster than her gait. No. It was as if she. It was I as hate if. It. She, <laughs> I knew you'd like this. It was as if she was on a people mover escalator, like in an airport. Like a she, Segway. Ah, a Segway ghost. She was coming up fast and was, I'd say, no more than 15 or 20 feet behind me when I saw her. I was rather alarmed and glared at her. She stopped when her eyes met. I gave her a look like, what the fuck are you doing coming up on me like that? We stood there staring at each other. Neither of us moved. Mm. She had her head cocked back to her left and looked at me from the corner of her eyes in a slightly alarmed you caught me type of look she was completely normal looking like a local chicago lady late 50s wearing a bright red winter coat gloves slacks etc in hindsight there are a few other things besides her speed which stand out the first is that there was no sound no footsteps no rustling in the woods nothing to tell me to turn around other than the sense of something behind me at the speed she was moving, she would have had to have been running hard, but I heard no footsteps. She was not breathing hard, and her mouth was closed. Her gait was a walking gait. She was not running. However, she was moving toward me at a running speed. I mean, fast. When she stopped, I'd say she was less than 20 feet from me. At the speed she was moving, in one or two seconds, she'd have been on me. She'd have been on me. Ah, I'm getting that on feeling. you. What was she going to do? <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so here's more creepy. The next thing that stands out is her features. She had no distinguishable features, none in her hair, skin, or clothing, no shadowing or skin hues, dimples, etc. As a former army criminal investigator, I know to look for distinctive markings on people and clothing. There were none. I'd estimate her height at 5'10". Her clothes were of uniform color and indistinct. It was like she had just stepped out of a department store. Her bright red coat was pristine with a uniform hue to it. There wasn't even shading, which there would have been given the clear sky and low sun. My my arms are cold, I feel like. <laughs> I'm looking out at the woods as you read me this, and I'm... <gasps> Picture so the out. Chicago mom standing in your, no, a suburban Chicago lady. outside my window, stop. Don't worry, she won't. That's This is in Illinois. You'll, you'll get a suburban Asheville mom standing in your yard. After staring at each other for, I'd say, five, ten seconds, I felt like I got my point across, so I turned around and continued walking. The girlfriend had not noticed anything and had continued walking. I took about three steps and realized there was no way she could have come up from that group in the 30 seconds or so since I'd last looked back. There was also nowhere to come from on either side. I said to myself, no way, and spun back around. She was gone. Simply vanished. I checked. I checked the group behind us, and no one had a red coat on or was looking at us. There was no one else around, and there had been no sounds other than my footfalls. The woman just vanished. 
Holy shit. I have never been back to Starved State Starved Rock State Park and have no intention of going back. Hell no. Yeah. So uh, I'm flying to Illinois today. <laughs> Should I go to this to state park and look for this lady? Oh, I'm going to Chicago. Oh my God, please go. During the day. With okay. your dog. Yeah, and during your, the day. You know, and your husband. The dark. I would never suggest anything otherwise. You would get, you would have some kind of a coronary. That is such a creepy story. I hate fast ghosts. And like, ooh. Yeah, and I think there's something even creepier to me that the aspect of it being so mundane. Like, it's just a lady you would see at the store or, or, you know, just a normal lady. And then you look closer and there's just something off about her. That's creepier to me than, like, something that looks spooky. So scared right now. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you some stuff that's a little less scary. Will that help? Sure. That sounds good. Okay. How long did I just talk also? It felt like forever. I don't know. A few minutes. (laughs) Thank you for listening to me talk for so long. I'm already sick of the sound of my own voice. That's what we're doing here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot we were doing a podcast. Never mind. I'll keep going. Okay. So there's this guy, and I never said his last name out loud till just now, which is great. David Paulides? Paulides? P-A-U-L-I-D-E-S. Paulides. Paulides? Paulides? Paulides sounds like a condition, a skin condition. (laughs) That's why I liked it. (laughs) I'm going to call him Davy P, okay? Okay, Davy P. Got it. Davy P. He's a former police detective, and he is now an investigator, and he, he wrote the Missing 411 series of books, which... Um, I don't know how many there are, but he has classified over 1,440 missing person cases. There's a lot of missing people in this country. I don't know the exact number, but it's huge. You said he's a retired detective? Uh, I think I said that. Yes, I did. Okay, okay, okay. So he claims that he was, I guess, at a national park staying in a cabin or something, and a park ranger came and knocked on his door and asked him for help concerning the questionable nature of some of the missing person cases from the parks. So he agreed to do some research and then and claims that he has uncovered multiple lines of evidence suggesting negligence on the part of the park service in failing to locate the missing people. So he asked them for the, uh, you know, the freedom of information. He used that act and was told that they don't keep any lists of missing people and the national park service says they have no database where missing people are tracked across the system because of this no one even knows how many people are actually currently missing in the parks that seems wild for them to have no records well there's a lot of criticism but people who are park rangers or work within the system are saying that they have been asked to wear too many hats without appropriate training and the parks are understaffed and they are not equipped to handle law enforcement activities that fall under their jurisdiction. So that people are saying that the whole system needs to be reformed because these people are not trained to do stuff they're supposed to do. Hmm. Yeah. I think every system that we're running at this point needs to be reformed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, off my toadstool, sorry. Here are some spooky details about some missing cases. Some kids are found phenomenal distances away that would make no logical sense. Children, that's what Davy P says. Children as young as two or three years old are found a day or two later many miles away and over mountain ranges. Jeez. One, yeah, one missing toddler eventually was found dead 12 miles from where he vanished. Between those 12 miles were two mountain ranges and several creeks. Yeah, it's not like 12 miles on a highway. It's like... No. Quote, unquote, weird things happen to their clothing. The missing often shed their clothes right away, even in bad weather. Clothes are found, but not the people. Now, you know I'm going to poop some science turds later that explain some of these things. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the... Um, Dyatlov Yes. The, yes. They took, Is that how you say some it? Some of them took their clothes off. Y- y'all know what I mean. Dyatlov Pass, yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. 
Okay, here's a quote from Davy P. The ranger described to me if you were standing straight up and you just had your pants on and you melted directly into your pants. This is sounding, <laughs> it's sounding again like cryptid erotica. <laughs> melting into I'm my in the pants. forest melting into my pants. Um, that's what it looked like to him. The pants were lying on the ground in a very neat pile, which is like, I mean, what, you just drop your drop trow and step out of it. That's what your pants look like. You don't have to melt for that to occur. <laughs> Davy P is, has like I'm glad he's talking about it because people need to pay attention to the fact that so many people and maybe that's all this is I've thought about that that this his whole research and his theories are all just a way for people to pay attention to what the hell's going on because he's yeah. making it spooky if so mm-hmm. Davy P you're a smart man I, I applaud you okay here are some of his theories and explanations for okay. some of the more mysterious cases so Sasquatch of course because he's also written a book about Bigfoot um, eagles, big birds coming swooping down and picking up babies, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god. That's, that would Cereal. be terrifying. Wouldn't that be awful? I don't even want to think about it. Serial killers. I can see how that would be a perfect place for serial killers. They'd have to be very rugged um, in shape serial killers to take someone 12 miles over mountain ranges, but maybe it's possible. Isn't that creepy? That's Ew, like a person just living out in the woods, snatching people. I'm not, I want to be able to go out in the woods again someday. <laughs> not today. Oh. Not today, Satan. All right. Not today, Sasquatch. Oh, no. Every day, Sasquatch. <laughs> so, also, they could be... Uh, how about that? Alien abduction. Ghost involvement. Ghost involvement. <laughs> that sounds like spectrophilia. Fairy kidnappers. Wendigos. Oh, God. Trans-dimensional chupacabras. And Lemurians. Because here's oh. a really cool here's a really cool story. I'm gonna keep it brief. So Lemuria it was a is a hypothetical lost um, landmass, I guess, that was located either in the Indian or the Pacific Ocean. In, 19, in 1899, a book called A Dweller on Two Planets by Frederick Spencer Oliver claimed that survivors from Lemuria were living in Mount Shasta, California. Okay. In a series of complex tunnels beneath the mountain, locals would sometimes see the creatures wandering around outside the mountain in white robes. Then in 1931, a dude called Harvey Spencer Lewis, because they all have three names, using the pseudonym Wiser Spindle Survey. I don't know why that is a thing. Wrote a book about the hidden Lemurias of Mount Lemurians <laughs> of Mount Shasta. Wow. Yeah, and there is a story that this three-year-old tells that sounds suspiciously like Lemurians living in Mount Shasta. So, this kid went missing near Mount Shasta in the national park and was found five hours later sitting stunned in a thicket of trees Whoa. so he was in the five hours that he was gone he said he was taken to a cave by a woman that looked like his grandma and that there all of a sudden strange lights came from her head and there were other he used the word robots there were other robots in the cave and she asked the woman that looked like his grandma asked him to go to the bathroom on a piece of sticky paper laid out on the ground and he wouldn't, so she got mad. And then he looked around and noticed there were guns all over the cave. Wow. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. I mean, creatures in a cave, that's that's what they said the Lemurians are. But the rest of the details are very much like a three-year-old saying crazy shit, because that's what they do. They say crazy shit. Go to the bathroom on this piece of paper. A sticky piece of paper. And lights were coming out of people's heads, and there were robots. <laughs> guns everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there could be something to it, but you wouldn't know which parts are correct and which are more um, embellished or just misinterpreted. Yeah, like that kid from, was it somewhere in eastern North Carolina that said a big blue bear oh, kept yeah. him safe those three days he was missing or whatever? I'm almost done. There's one more weird connection and then I'm going to poop a tiny science turd. And then I want I want you to spook me out. Okie dokie. 
Okie dokie. So, this is, I said, this is the weirdest explanation or connection or whatever the hell it is. Davy P. says, People disappear and are found in the middle of berry bushes. They go missing while picking berries, and some are found while eating berries. The connection between some disappearances and berries cannot be denied. What? And I have here in my notes, so the berries did it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's suggesting, like, people are eating berries and then dying because they're bad berries, or because Sasquatch like the berries. <laughs> like, what's the, I don't... Don't eat Sasquatch's berries. No, that's just rude. And when he says they die while eating berries, how do you know, like... Is their hand part way to their mouth with berries in it, and their mouth is open? Oh, he like, he said they disappear and they're found in berries, and they go missing while picking berries. Some are found while eating berries, which right. makes them sound found like maybe they while might eating be... berries. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, you caught me eating Sasquatch's berries. I'm <laughs> out of here. All right, so I'm just gonna talk real quick about. Sasquatch's berries. Just kidding. About um, <laughs> something called lost person behavior, which is a pattern that people and categories that people fit into to define like what people do when they're lost. Typical behavior for people that believe they're lost doesn't make sense because they're in shock, disbelief, or embarrassment. Or sometimes they also develop the irrational belief that no one is even looking for them. Which would make sense. If you can't hear anybody calling your name, you've been out there for hours and hours, I, I might start to be like, is anybody even ever going to look for me? Yeah, you don't know. Right. Also, hypothermia or exhaustion, because when you're hypothermic, you get really warm, and I guess you take your clothes off? Something yeah, I've heard that. that. Yeah. And also, there's problems where two trails intersect or a trail gets obscured by debris or something and people lose the trail and they just wander off there's extreme sports or just regular outdoor activities that could cause you to get an injury if you're a young child if you're suffering from mental illness if you want to disappear on foul play kidnappings if you want to go in the woods and never come back out all by yourself it's you know there's lots of different reasons apparently so this guy kyle polich uh data scientist and host of the Data Skeptic podcast concluded that the allegedly unusual disappearances represent nothing unusual at all and are instead best explained by non-mysterious causes such as falling or sudden health crisis leading to a lone person becoming immobilized off the trail, drowning, bear or other animal attack, environmental dis exposure or even deliberate disappearance. So, and he's a data scientist, so that makes me feel better. I mean, not better because some, something bad's happening, but at least it's not so spooky like a Chicago suburban mom. That's so spooky. So I have to ask you, is any of that real? Oh, man. What, okay, so I wanna, I'm trying to figure out what the deal was with that suburban mom still. I keep picturing her right outside my window. It's awful. Um, oh, no. Do you think... Was she a missing person who haunts those woods because she went missing there? That's, yeah, maybe she's a ghost. That's one theory. Um, that it's just super strange that kids would go missing that and appear that far away. Oh, yeah. There's so many stories that you're like, I don't see how that makes sense. But then someone will explain it and you're like, okay, I guess that, you know, that makes more sense. But so some of them are just straight up creepy. I think it's a, um, a combination of different, very unlikely scenarios. So like this one unlikely scenario happened to this person and then a completely different unlikely scenario happened to this other person. And yeah, they both went missing, but you can't really explain it because it's a different thing every time. And it, I think some possibly are from something spooky. Maybe something spooky is going on in the woods, but then it's mostly other stuff. Yeah, I would say I agree, it's probably mostly other stuff, but... But that is so creepy, especially, like, the berry thing? What, are they out there eating poisonous berries? Is it... Is, are haunted berries? What in the <laughs> world? I don't know. Maybe they see Sasquatch coming because Sasquatch is going to say, Hey, those are my berries. Um, would you mind leaving me some? 
Or, hey, those berries are poisonous. Don't eat those. <laughs> and they get so scared when they see Sasquatch that the person... They just like, run deep into the woods and disappear. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we solved it again. We're so good. God, we are geniuses. We always figure it out. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we attempt to reason and ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Well, speaking of how did people get way back in the woods? Okay, that didn't. Speaking that of how segue. did people get way back in the woods? I think you fell off your segue on that one. <laughs> That's how you mysteriously disappear in the woods. I found a segue on the trail. I got lost um, and then I found some berries. I have maybe another another theory that I'm going to tell you about. And also just another thing that happens way out in the woods that we can't explain and may or may not be real. Okay. Okay. Sounds Are, great. I can't wait to ready? get even more freaked out. And we had a listener write us about this, and so we just we it was on our list, and we decided to move it up the list. I think, right? Yep. Or because yes, we did. She wrote us about mysterious staircases in forests. Ooh, what are they doing out there? It's exercise for Sasquatch. <laughs> So my sources are historicmysteries.com, an article by Les Hewitt called Isolated Stairs in the Woods and Their Creepy Stories, and uh, a mamamia.com article by Marta Jerry called There Are Abandoned Staircases All Over National Forests and No One Knows Why. What is going on with titles to articles? They're very long. Okay. <laughs> So, staircases in forests, what are they doing out there? <clears throat> this is a mystery <laughs> that has some truth and mm -hmm. some possible urban legend or creepypasta type of vibes. So, I'm going to talk to you first about this, the lore and the legends. <clears throat> now, the story goes that there are abandoned staircases in national parks all over the world. And they are deep in the woods where nobody seems to have ever lived um and, and they, they're not like part of a foundation or other ruins it's just a staircase by itself so don't climb the staircase i totally would if i saw one i know i know you will part of the reason why i say it might be urban legend is that a lot of people are hearing about it due to a reddit thread about creepy happenings in national parks Yep. Um, it led to user after user claiming to have seen them, and sometimes they were as far as 35 miles into the forest. So that's pretty far in Yeah, to get to just build a staircase. I'm developing a theory as we speak. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm excited. So at first, these stories started to come from America, and then sightings of the staircases appeared from all around the world, from Portugal, Brazil, Germany, Norway, and the Philippines. Um, and so whether or not these are real or made up or a little of both, it's weird, and I like it, and I'm going to read you some of the accounts. Ooh, okay. Okay. So the first person to, to tell a story of the creepy stairs was an American Reddit user called Search and Rescue Woods who claims to be a member of a volunteer search and rescue unit. They wrote, I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. On just about every case where we're going really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs out of your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. 
Almost. <laughs> Almost. They went on to say, I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, that it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I should never go near any of the stairs. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so frequently. So that's weird. What? It's like they. It's weird. I remember reading that exact account. I think I've read a lot of that user's stories. Yeah. It's so. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I guess I probably would climb up the staircase. Yes, but they they were emphatically told not to. So. You can't emphatically tell me not to do something because I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Reddit. Okay, here's one from Reddit user called Jeep Dave. I came across a set of stairs in rural West Virginia. This is some, this is close. We could go looking for these. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was quite 40 miles deep, but at least 10 or better. What? That's a big difference. Okay, anyways. What? Jeep Dave. Yeah. I thought maybe a house had once stood there, but there was no cellar or other debris that would indicate a home was there before. Just a set of stairs with a base that went up maybe one flight, 16 steps, if I remember right, and sturdy. Could barely shake them, it says. <laughs> I didn't climb up, though. Worried it might break or fall over, and I was alone. Yeah, that's smart. If mm-hmm. I were by myself, I wouldn't, because I never. I try not to do dangerous things by myself. Oh, that's For good. that very reason. That's good. You know? But if, if someone was with me, I would definitely climb up them. First, I'd shake them, though, because if you... It, my mama always told me, when you see stairs in the woods, just give them a shake. Give them a good shake before you climb up them and disappear. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Another okay. user named Taylor and Shazam saw some stairs in Michigan. They wrote, an hour east of Ironwood, there is a clearing in the forest that has stairs. I was hiking and exploring with my cousins, and we stumbled on a clearing about half a football field long. Had a few staircases, but not against trees. Just standing in the open. More than one? In the yeah. middle of a field? Yeah. Ooh, my arms got cold again. They went on to say they looked like the stairs of a normal suburban home, kind of old though. The older cousin decided to investigate. He walked to the stairs to see how they were being held up. I couldn't find anything which weirded him out. Yes. He made us all leave. Grass didn't grow near the stairs either. So, so, so they're saying that... Their cousin couldn't find find out how the stairs were being held up. Okay, here's a, a story about a set of stairs that was found in a lake. In a lake. Yeah. Okay. It says, I distinctly remember finding a set of stairs coming out of a lake with my family. My father, sister, and I had been on a trip in the boat. We were riding fairly close to the shore, rounded a corner and came upon a set of stairs sticking three to four feet out of the water nothing else around at all the lake monster has to have a way to to get to shore right that's right (laughs) that's the lake monster's stairs don't worry about it don't worry about it i'm gonna read you one more little story from reddit this is a norwegian reddit user called holy shit space yep i agree Um, they say, I made an account just to post this comment. A few months back, while visiting Gramps in, whoa, Sand, Lily Sand, I don't know, in southern Norway, we went hiking. Nothing big, just a walk and a picnic in some woods. With us were my niece and nephew, who were quite young, so I joined them in hide-and-seek while proper grown-ups had coffee and whatnot. <laughs> Me and my nephew were the first to hide, but we split up. I ran, along, uh, ran alone quite a ways into a thicket of woods, and I found a staircase. Nothing remarkable, riddled with moss, and made from what looked like really old concrete with large pebbles of rocks in it. Okay. It didn't seem to be out of place at the time, but thinking back, dot, dot, dot. Anyway, mm. I decided it was fit for a hiding place. But after only a few seconds of squatting behind it, I got up and stepped back. I couldn't shake the feeling that I really shouldn't be anywhere near it. I suddenly had this feeling of being severely unwelcome and that I should get as far away from it as possible. So I went back to my family and didn't look back at it. Thinking about it now, it still gives me the same sort of, I don't know, twisted, wrong feeling. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so here are some theories. Talk it to me. There are several theories about what the stairs might be. Um, they might be the foundations of fleeting and long-lost settlements, particularly from the 1800s gold rush. Um, okay. they, they could have been sturdy staircases that survived a couple hundred years, whereas like other wooden structures didn't. So could be. Um, some are other, other ideas are more sinister. Perhaps they aren't stairs at all, but a pulpit... <gasps> For a preacher holding some kind of dark clandestine gathering. What? That Ew, was, I don't like that at all. That was something that someone posited on an article that I read. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perhaps they're a gateway to another dimension or to hell. I'm more likely to, to, to go the other dimensional route. Yeah. Because I don't believe in hell, but... I'd still climb that staircase. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> I'm climbing the I'm staircase. Gonna, Bye. I'm climbing. I'm going to go to another dimension. Another user, another Reddit user had a foreboding warning for those who came across the staircases writing, stairs in the woods are a thing where I'm from, but we know that we shouldn't go near them and to avoid them when we run into one. That's what I've been told by my family. Okay. Okay. So they're either other dimensional, a gateway to hell, a preacher's pulpit, or they're just old remnants of something. So all of that is from Reddit, um, from the No Sleep Forum, or that um, feed about creepy things that happen in forests. So some of the accounts sound kind of legit where they're not being super dramatic. There's not a lot of detail. Um, But, you know, could be fake, right? Right. Now... As it turns out, there are some mysterious staircases in forests that have been around since long before Reddit. Ooh! I might pronounce some things wrong here, so bear with me. This is called the Etruscan... No, Etruscan? Etruscan, sure. Sure. Pyramid of Bomarzo. Boy, okay. the Etruscan Pyramid of Bomarzo. That's what I'm going with. It is in Go with it. Viterbo, Italy. It is a large stone megalith with stairs that lead to a small platform at the top. And scholars believe that the structure dates back to the 7th century BCE <gasps> or even earlier, possibly. Whoa, that's awesome. So old. And so nobody knows why these steps are there or what they were used for um but the etruscans assuming that's how you pronounce it did perform sky-based divinations and sacrifices of animals and people so this could have been a divination tower or an altar that's creepy i saw when i was in peru i saw some altars where people were sacrificed Ugh, no and our t- yeah, our tour guide joked about it. He was like, "So who wants to be the sacrifice?" And I, was like, <laughs> oh I can't imagine. Ugh. That's, anyway, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Don't pick me. Bye. Please don't so, kill me here. Another place. <laughs> another place is called Mount Fom Fomkulin. Fomkulin, I think. Sure. I'm not sure. It's in Cambodia. So it's in Cambodia, like I said. <laughs> Did I mention what is it's in Cambodia? To us? Where is it? Cambodia. Oh, um, I got it. Cambodia. It is a 2,000 foot long abandoned staircase that ascends the uh, Phnom Kulin Mountain. Phnom Kulin Whoa. Mountain, I think. Experts believe that the structure dates back to sometime between the 9th and the 13th century. Um, but nobody, again, is sure who built it or why. Um, it may have served as a pathway to reach the ancient city of, oh boy, Mahind- <laughs> Mahindrapavarta? Mahindrapavarta. Okay. But it's an ancient city that's now buried by the jungle. Ooh. Like, the jungle just ate it back up. Go ahead, jungle. We deserve it. Eat it all yeah, back up. Yeah, take it. You, you, it's yours. You can have it. It's yours. We, sorry. So sorry. So sorry. That sounds pretty rad. I would like to see that. Um, yes. And then here's a story that 
it has to be fake, but I'm going to read it to you anyway because it sounds really cool. <laughs> I wish it was real. Okay. Okay. I'm, this I'm is on the board. Staircase of Missing Time in the Philippines. Have you ever heard of this? No, I don't think so. Okay. That sounds interesting. I okay. love this story. One of the earliest of all reports actually originated from the Philippines. A ranger named Torquic was often tasks, tasked with searching for missing people in the local jungles. This is something that occurs on a regular basis because the jungles and forests in the area tend to be dense and difficult to navigate. It was during one of these routine patrols that Torquic claimed that he found two staircases that led deep into the forest. Out of curiosity and to get a higher vantage point of the forest ahead of him, Torquic decided to climb the stairs. The first staircase was a stone structure with decorative carvings on it. The second staircase looked more like something that someone had put together with natural stones in the immediate area. Torquic did not see any sign of missing backpackers, but he did see a stray dog that appeared vicious. He hastened forward, further up the stairs, to avoid the dog. Okay. So he was unsuccessful in his search for the, the people he was looking for, and he finally returned to civilization. Torquic was met with the news that was both unfortunate and baffling at the same time. When he arrived at the ranger station, he learned that he had been fired from his job. From his oh, perspective, no. he had been out for a number of hours, but the truth, as told to him, was astonishing. Torquic had been out on patrol for five years. What? You climb up That's those scary. staircases, you're going to lose some time. Just warning you. There was a story that happened in the 70s that I didn't put in my notes. It was this kid, I think he was in college or high school, and he went out and on a hike and didn't come back for 15 months and couldn't remember anything, was wearing different clothes, had a different pack and everything. Everything was different. Oh my gosh. But he, he had no idea where he'd been for 15 months. Whoa. So maybe he found a staircase. Maybe that's, that's gotta be what it was. That's it. So on that note, let me segue over to the old question. Oh my gosh. Get off the segue. <laughs> Is any of that real? Oh, I don't know. There's probably some staircases out there, and then it's just become amplified by spooky stories and the internet. Yeah. I'll go with that. So what I think few... really happened. Yeah, there's a few real ones. Here's my theory. I think there's some creepy people living in the woods who are out there snatching people and also building staircases and then posting about it on the internet so more people will come to the forest so they can snatch them. Oh, y'all don't go out there <laughs> looking for the staircases. Don't do it. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, do you want, All right. Would you like to ask the Magic 8 Ball any questions? Okay, I got one. You got a question? Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic 8 Ball. Will we ever be able to go into the forest again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Magic 8 Ball. Will Sarah and I ever be able to go into the forest again? For sure. Oh, good. I thought so, but I'm so creeped out right now. I don't even want to look at a tree. If I see a lady in a red coat today when we get to Chicago, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to punch her in her face. <laughs> I'm getting arrested tonight. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny is that you're going to Chicago, right? And I am going where where that story took place. And I'm going to West Virginia in a couple weeks where that one staircase is. So. Oh, Looks like we both have an assignment, huh? Yes. Well, if we have time, maybe we can go into the starved... What is it? Starved Rock? It's going to be so cold there. One day it's going to be 18 degrees, so I don't think I'm going oh, on no. a hike. I have... I'm not going to look for staircases. I'm going to go hang out with my my awesome aunts and and go to candle nights. My, my uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law have a fireplace, and I will be sitting next to that, and I will not <laughs> be in the woods, I promise you. We will go do some of this stuff and see some of these things, but you have to give us Patreon money. <laughs> you have to help us. And also help it has us. to be warm outside. Those are the rules. Help us. And then when it gets warm, we'll go do some spooky shit and report back. God, Sarah, that was such a nice segue. That you did that. Oh my God. Stop. 
pointing it out. You're ruining all the segues. No, I'm just doing it to piss you off. Okay, so on that note, no. go look at our Patreon and please follow us on Instagram. It's a beautiful site. It is. It's something else, just like that little ditty you just <laughs> gave us. Um, yeah, and Facebook and Twitter and all that, all the social media outlets. All that MySpace. Stuff. Just kidding. Um, MySpace. <laughs> what else? Oh, email us. Would you please email us with your weird stories? Did you ever see a creepy suburban mom? <laughs> Did you ever see a creepy mom on a staircase in the woods? Have you ever seen a creepy mom uh, on a suburban staircase on a Segway in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Write us at none of this is real podcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs like us. Like a snake on a Segway. Oh my God, get out of here. Um, yeah, also help other weirdos find us by spreading the weird word and uh, reviewing and rating. That really helps. Did you say reviewing? Reviewing and rating? I don't know what I said. You're supposed to know what I said. That's what my ears heard. Sure. I said reviewing and rating. I probably did. I don't know. Review Maratus, please. Please review Marate me. Um, but in the meantime, you don't have to believe in any of this. Oh my god, don't, because we can't even speak correctly. <laughs> so but you do have to believe on yourself because I bet you speak really well. You do. <laughs> we love hearing you talk, so please believe all over yourself. Just all over. Rub it into your earlobes. Mm-hmm. Specifically the earlobes, yes. Yeah, this is a hard spot to reach. Okay, anyways, bye. Bye! <laughs> uh.